All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Garage Podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David, and join with me, as always, is... Hi! It's me. It's Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> well, we're still working on a, a a joint intro that's, like, snappy and, like, kind of shows that this is, like, a husband and wife team duo thing, but... Yeah, that would that would require like sitting down and like planning br- and brainstorming, coming up with something snappy, and ain't nobody got time for that. So nope, especially not us, right? Um, speaking of things we didn't have uh, time for, um, we decided to do this episode like an hour and a half ago, yeah. um, and we planned on doing it tonight, uh, an hour and a half ago. So we, uh, this is a real fly by the seat of the pants situation, which is kind of on par with the rest of the episodes, but that's totally cool, right? Yes, yeah. very, very much so. Yeah. So, but I am excited to talk about our topic tonight, which mm-hmm. is The Last of Us. Yeah. So, uh, let me just start off by saying we have not played the game, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, don't, don't come for us. Yeah. Like... So we can't really compare and contrast the game versus the show. I have been listening a lot to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you? Uh, I have listened to, I think, one additional episode aside from the one that we listened to, which was the introduction of the uh, the two siblings, Henry and Sam. Sam, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, like Lindsay said, we have not yet played the games uh, we, we know that we're way behind the times but we have children and a house and other responsibilities and gaming is uh, more of a, a casual hobby for us rather than like a ongoing activity that we're constantly doing yes. so um we are uh, uh we're i think the plan is to get a ps5 here soon one day <laughs> Whenever it happens and play about the, game the time then. the PS6 comes out, we'll get the PS5. <laughs> I, I feel like right now would probably be a good time to play the game since the show is done and we'll probably be waiting um, another year or so for the, the next season. Yeah, easy. At least a year, I would say. Yeah. Ideally, we'd have someone on the episode right now that has played the game to kind of like chime in whenever things like didn't necessarily match up but I think since you I think that's what you were kind of getting to with the podcast right was that they uh, they would note in the podcast at certain point in times where it significantly or I guess insignificantly um, shied away from uh, events yes. in the game or the way things certain, yes the way certain things played out from so. w- from what i understand mostly it's a lot of we see things from other people's perspectives mm-hmm. that obviously they couldn't really do in the game since you're yeah. playing as a certain character right so we do get a little more info in the show than in the game yeah so yeah for sure uh which totally makes sense i mean a game you know they, they can do cut scenes that don't involve the main characters, but I can see how it would be much easier to explore that uh, in in a series rather than just a game. So, 
Yeah. Uh, so I guess, uh, do, do we want to, how do we want to start this out? Do we want to chat about general thoughts and feelings? Do we want to dive into something a little bit more exciting? Um, um well, first off, I want to start off with like the ending. Okay. Which is, I think Joel might be the bad guy. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Um... One of the things that they were saying in the podcast for The Last of Us was that um, when they polled parents about the game, like, if if they were a parent, then, like, 100% of them agreed with what Joel did. However, if they were not a parent, it was about 50-50. Like, 50% agreed with him and 50% disagreed. Like his action to... To uh, save Ellie. Okay. Yeah. From the her the saving surgery. the world. Right. I, and like the, the, the basis of that or the understanding was that she was probably going to die during that surgery, right? Oh, yeah. That, like there's no... I mean, they were going to remove her brain, so... Well, I mean, like... So I'm... I don't pick up on subtle cues a lot of the times so when we were watching that scene when you know he wakes up and he's in the hospital and it's what's her name uh marlena or yeah, yeah. that uh uh that we uh, learn is a friend of ellie's mom's and and she's talking about the surgery and you know informing him what's what's gonna happen like my understanding was that there was a chance that, you know, she could survive, she could not. And, and that was the chance that they were willing to take because it was going to save the world uh, or the, had the possibility to save the world. Um, and no, my understanding was 100% she was going to die because they were going to, like, remove her brain, basically. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I did get that though like when he you know he went into like rage mode basically and and just mowed down <laughs> literally everyone in that hospital uh which was an amazing sequence by the way like yes just uh like just stone cold killer face like i mean he's you know, doing whatever it, it's just, you know, harping back to his his days like I think this is the Joel that he used to be in between um his daughter dying and the fifteen, seventeen years later. Um, yeah. And meeting Ellie. Yeah. Uh where, you know, he and um his his friend, um what was her name? Uh Tess, Tess, yeah. Uh, when she was, uh, when when they were together, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's kind of the impression that I got. That that's how he was. Yeah, I think the main thing is is like he can just turn off like his emotions and yeah. really like detach from the situation. Right. Um. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty intense. Um, did you have a favorite episode? I really liked the Sam and Henry episode, mm -hmm. but it was really sad. I, uh, I didn't 
I liked it a lot too. I I mean, sadness definitely, but I thought it was more of like a happy kind of sad, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Not really, because I mean, they give you like these glimpses of happy moments and then they just yank them all away. And then <laughs> Ellie at the end, when she talks about like how she was trying to save him mm-hmm. and that was just devastating to me and just really sad. Like, like she really wanted to save him, which is why I kind of think Joel might be the bad guy because Marlena was right. If left up to Ellie, then she would sacrifice herself to save everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like hands down. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's gonna, I feel like there's going to be, okay. So <laughs> it seems like we've, we've gotten this sort of crossroads in a lot of similar properties uh, you know, in, in shows and movies where one character lies to another character and they're like, all right, that, you know, that's the way it is. And then they go on about their journey. And then later on down the road, that character that got lied to finds out that they got lied to, they separate, they come back, resolve the conflict, etc., etc. I feel like naturally in my brain i'm like okay that's kind of what they're building up to so joel probably isn't the bad guy granted what he did you know i i i don't know you know that it's it's open for interpretation i don't think it's as clear as black and white um well i think ellie knew or knows that he's lying i think so too i mean her, her bullshit meter is Mm-hmm. very right good with his yeah. yeah so like him telling her oh yeah there's like thousands of you guys that are immune yeah like they found somebody else and they really they can't find a cure and eh. so eh. you know and you know they talked to her before they put her to sleep or whatever um for this surgery so she knows that there's not tons of other people out there. Well, I mean, uh, like, we know that they talked to her before the surgery, but do we know exactly what they said to her? No, we don't. But, like, I'm sure they weren't... Uh, I mean, just how they were acting, like, oh, thank God you got her here. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. You actually did it. Mm-hmm. You know, um... So I'm sure she's already put it together Yeah, that there's not 10 others that are immune, just like she is sitting in the wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely a good point. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the episode you mentioned, that was a really good one. I was personally surprised by the lack of, um, you know, 
the Z word. I don't know if we're really using that in in this this instance. There, I mean, because they all have like special names. Like there's the clickers and, and the bloaters yeah. and the runners or something. Right? Do, do they ever call them like use the blanket statement like the infected or I can't remember because. Uh, I think they might call them infected, but they definitely don't say zombies. Right, yeah. The yeah, I, for sure. Um Yeah, I uh that's one thing like there's, you know, there's some good scenes with with zombies, but uh, I I was a little surprised by the lack and honestly, I'm okay with it. Like Yeah, I think they were like, "Well, if you want zombies, go play the game." Right. We're trying to tell a story here. Yeah. So, um, obviously, there's going to be a ton more infected in the mm-hmm. game because that's what you're doing. You're playing. Right. Um, but maybe they felt like they were going to walk into like a, a no pun intended, the Walking Dead kind of situation, which is what they juggled for what eleven or twelve seasons. Yeah. Like. They, uh, you know, they would have to juggle the the story between all the characters, plus their, you know, eternal battle with the the infected or zombies or or whatever. And it was uh, it's just it was a pattern that got so friggin' tired. And uh, you know, by the time Negan showed up, it was too late. I was like, I'm fucking done with this show. Um, I know you went on to finish the rest of it, but I did eventually after yeah. like six years. <laughs> um, so I, I actually, I don't know what my favorite episode would be. Uh, I mean, they're all pretty damn good. Um, I, I like the episode with, with Nick Offerman, um, and the other yeah, guy, the third one, yeah, uh-huh. Bill and, uh, and sorry, I have IMDb Bill and Frank. Yeah. Um, who was actually in, uh, the HBO series looking, uh, about the gay dudes, which was really good. It's kind of sad that we only got a couple seasons from that show. Um, but yeah, that, the episode was really good. It, it was fun. Cause like it, it was just a, almost an entire episode with, just two characters and two new characters um, with, you know, flashes of Joel and Ellie. And, yeah. Um, so that was cool, but I don't know. Uh, I think, I think the one, uh, your, your favorite is probably objectively speaking the, the best, but um, I don't know, the, the one that I was, uh, afraid of the, I think I guess it was the second to last one with um, the the church cult or whatever. Oh yes, that's that's probably my favorite. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was terrified that it was going into Walking Dead territory. Like it just had that feeling of like, you know, they like at first I thought they were going to come across this you know, um, this bank of people, this civilization, quote unquote. And, and then it turns out that, you know, they want to keep them there or they find out that she's infected and they're preventing them from leaving and causing all this drama and shit. And so I was like, that sounds just like the fucking walking dead. And I, 
here I am like all season long just waiting for the other shoe to drop and it'd be like The Walking Dead. And it was not like that. Like, yeah. it was explosive. <laughs> and it was just nuts. Like, it, it felt like a true horror movie to me. Like, with, you know, lots of drama laced yeah. in. Um, I don't yeah. know. What, what did you think? Um, I thought it was probably the scariest episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it traumatized Ellie in like a really horrible way. Yeah. And like we really, the last episode, we really don't see any part of her and kind of like the remembering that she's just a kid. Yeah. Again, until you like, you see the giraffes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was, that was a lot of fun. Um, And the giraffes, like I'm assuming they were CG. Uh, they looked really good. Like there were no shitty CG deer from the walking dead. Sorry. I don't mean to keep on bringing up the walking dead and shedding on it, but uh, yeah, that, that was a fun scene. Um, and I liked how they weren't afraid to time hop like that. That they, I mean, I'm sure that's, they a- time hopped a few times in this mm-hmm. episode. I mean, cause I mean, walking across the United States is going to take some time. Right. Where so do you remember from which state to which state they traveled? I don't I don't even remember. Like, didn't they end up like I remember them passing the Salt Lake City uh, like road sign? Yeah. So I guess they were in Utah or close to Utah. Uh, and then they were trying to find his brother in Wyoming. Right. So that would have been, you know, in the same vicinity. But I'm trying to remember where they started out at. Um, I mean. Mm. Yeah, I, I I honestly can't remember. Was uh, it Philadelphia? Wasn't Philly where uh, the the big um, the showdown took place with the not was it the Fireflies and what's her name? Um, oh, Kathleen. Yeah, they weren't the Fireflies though. Yeah, they, they were, were some other. They were radical they were just group. kind of reveling, right? against you know yeah which like the episode where we get the flashback of ellie and riley Mm -hmm. like i thought that was really interesting to me that was very enlightening because like we got to see fedra as like yeah they suck and they're doing kind of a shitty job but at the same time, like, who could do any better? Yeah. Because they're kind of doing their best to hold shit together. Yeah. Yeah, and, we did kind of see, like, like the, like the whole season, we, you know, where uh, we get nothing but, like, you know, rise up against Fedra and fuck Fedra and long live the Fireflies and, and all that. And then finally we get this little piece in this episode where we see Fedra kind of like doing their job. Like, you know, they, they have like, they have them running in a gymnasium. You know, the lights are flickering because they're like struggling to keep the power on and, and all that. So they're like trying to maintain some semblance of, you know, life and progress. Well, I mean, so they're in charge of distributing food, distributing medicine, and trying to do it 
barely. Mm -hmm. And then they talk a lot about Ellie could be an officer and, oh, she, you know, you wouldn't be eating shitty meals and, you know, you don't have to, you know, work in shitty places and, Mm -hmm. um, which sounds kind of wrong. Like, oh, your officers are going to eat better than other people. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you don't offer some sort of incentive, who's going to want that job? Yeah. <laughs> like everybody fucking hates you. <laughs> Who wants that job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone hates your stinking guts, but at least you, uh, you know, you get to eat beefaroni instead of cardboard for dinner. Yeah. Or ra- rations of ketchup packets or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, you know, I, I don't think they're doing a great job. I don't think they were necessarily like distributing things fairly or being like good people. Mm -hmm. But I also think in that shitty of a situation, I don't know any government or really anything that could have done a better job. Yeah. No, I mean, they're constantly in a state of reactive uh never proactive right you know they're they're always trying to respond to emergencies and play cleanup and all that they never are in a position to where they can really prevent things from happening because it's the apocalypse and when you're facing the unprecedented how do you plan for that um but uh anyways uh let's see what else um I don't know. I just thought it was a really good show. I really liked it. I really like zombie shows and like, you know, end of the world kind of shows. Mm -hmm. And I really like it when they get into like what started it and how did the world react to it? Like how did different countries react to it and stuff? And so we've seen a little bit of that with this show and I like it. Yeah, I think it was the... The cold open of the second episode, uh, which was relatively lengthy of a cold open, but it was the the Indian woman who was called in as a... Wasn't it like... I don't think she was Indian. I think... No? Wasn't it like um, Iraq or something or like... Could have been. Um I don't. I don't know. I'm Apologies sorry. If, if that's We're incorrect. We're stupid Americans and geography sucks. Yeah. Um, we blame the American school system, but anyways, uh, so she's, you know, a, uh, a microbiologist of some sort and they, they call her in to, to, uh, look at this sample that they have under a microscope and they want her to look at it and, um, without any prior knowledge and, you know, she, I, I forget exactly what she says is happening but it's no good and then they elaborate on as to what's going on and she straight up tells them that you need to drop a bomb on this entire continent and kill everyone yeah because that's the only hope of survival and then they proceed to do that not only there but to several other cities and countries it was already too late though it had already spread so yeah yeah i mean they they couldn't even trace back to the to patient zero like they they're like yeah that that person we fuck if we know 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was all, all downhill from there. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really cool of a, like a, a little glimpse, like just giving you a, giving you a little taste, like not, you know, badgering you over the head with, you know, like exposition and making sure that all the bases are covered and you know exactly what's going on. Like that's what one of the things that this show did so well was like just giving you a little bit of rope, a little at a time, like, you know, and not worrying about making sure you understand the entire world you know, all at once, like yeah. just kind of letting you in a little at a time as, as they need to. Um, so, yeah. Um, did you, what about favorite characters? Did you have a favorite character? Um, I mean, obviously Joel and Ellie are going to be. Yeah. Bangers. I mean, they're pretty fantastic. Um, actors, actresses, mm-hmm. um, Um, I really don't know. I mean, I th- I thought that Sam was really good. Um, I mean, uh, I found out in the podcast that he was actually deaf. Yeah. And I thought he was pretty amazing. Like, if you go back and, like, really look at his scenes and his facial expressions and everything, I thought he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. That, that one particular podcast episode, we, we don't really promote too many other podcasts on this podcast, but that is that episode in particular of the official The Last of Us podcast uh, is really good. They they dive into what it took to find to cast those two roles like casting for the older brother. Uh, Henry was a lot simpler because he didn't need to be deaf, but they needed to find for the younger brother who was deaf, they needed to find someone who was deaf, who was black, who fit a specific age range. Uh, what else? Uh, like was the, shorter than Ellie. Yeah. Uh, the, and there was like a handful of other th- uh, boxes that needed to be checked. And they, the fluent in ASL. Yeah. Um, fluent in ASL. And then uh, they even took to Twitter to post, Uh, like a casting call like official slash unofficial casting call like hey we're looking for people and five yeah something uh, like that they had like a total of five uh um castings or uh, um uh, people to like try to apply for the role right so yeah and so obviously they but you know what they ended up using was fantastic Um, yeah he was he was so great um that episode was pretty damn heartbreaking as well. Yeah. Endure and survive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a stupid name for a comic book. I don't think that was the name of the comic book. That was just the main character saying. I'm, yeah. I, and, I was just, and, but that was the name of the episode, right? And yeah, Joel and Henry were discussing it, you know, and they were talking about, well, that's a little redundant and it is. It's very redundant. Yeah, that, that's I, I couldn't remember the exact quote, but um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I am trying currently trying to make a Last of Us Tumblr, and a it's a couple not, of them not actually. going very well. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's pretty ambitious. I mean, the one you got going right now, we're looking at it on the kitchen table. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, we'll see. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. What else? What else can we talk about? Uh, um, I, I know a lot. So a lot of the characters obviously were like, you know, one offs, uh, you know, where they stayed around for one episode, maybe one and a half or two at the most. Were you okay with that format? Like, uh, you know, well, to- I mean, I could see why it happened like that why it was necessary i think season two will be a bit different mm-hmm. um but you can see i mean obviously they're moving the whole time yeah so it's you're not, not you're not gonna you know make a community when you're on the road the whole time <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh being being on the run or not on the run but you know on the walk I guess uh, is not conducive to striking up long-term friendships and all that. Yes. So, um, man, that bloater, like I, I, you know, I kind of wish we did get a little bit more of the infected just because like that one bloater was fucking awesome. Like the one in, uh, yeah. At the end, endure and survive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, they had him come out after the, the sinkhole de Mayo happens and all the infected come running out and, um, like that, that whole, like how they respond to, uh, uh, to, or notice like that people are coming is really fascinating. Um, I, I know that, that, uh, the, what they have established in the show sticks pretty close with the um, the game. I know that there's some differences, but I like how they went in, how this is a different direction from... Like, well, they didn't want all the actors wearing like face masks and stuff the whole time mm-hmm. in the show. And so in the game, apparently, um, they can put off like spores, mm-hmm. which... Um, it can be inhaled and you can also get infected that way. Yeah. So, um, you spend, a, from my understanding is you spend a lot of the game, like wearing a face mask and mm. like trying to find face mask. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't that like one of the big things that they ended up dropping from the game? Like, I, I remember reading something very, it was like a headline and, um, I read a small amount of it. But, uh, but I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you don't want to like have actors and not be able to see their faces the whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would get pretty annoying pretty fast. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. Um, although it would be kind of uh, on par with when this was filmed, uh, which was most likely during COVID, right? Didn't um, they say it, that? It would have to be after COVID, I would think. Um, because or after the main shutdown because they wouldn't have been able to have that many people on set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Um, cool. Uh, so do you, do you know anything about what happens in uh, The Last of Us Part 2? I, I do. I know that you watch a metric shit ton of YouTube um so i do but i i read this actually in an article i didn't see it on youtube um but i don't want to spoil it for anybody else yeah i 
I'm still on the fence of, you know, if we, if it turns out that we have the money and the time to play the games, then, uh, and we can get to the second game before the second season comes out, then, you know, then that's fine. But I'm, I'm not sure that I, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. Like, I kind of want to know since the information is out there. The information is way out there. Like, yeah, it's, it's out there. It's calling me like a siren song. <laughs> it's like, David, don't you want to know what happens? <laughs> I'm like, I do, kind of. Um, I yeah. can tell you off the air. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure if I want to hear it. Okay. Uh, anyways, you want to do our Shit That Doesn't Suck segment? Shit That Doesn't Suck. I mean, my main thing lately has been trying to work on this Tumblr try to work on stuff to sell in our shop and try to find us places to sell. It's kind of been my main focus. I did pick up Supernatural. I've seen episodes before, but I definitely don't know like all the details with like Castiel and Gabriel and all of that Mm -hmm. in the later seasons. So I did because I was trying to create a Supernatural Tumblr. So I wanted some inspiration. So I was kind of watching a few of those episodes and hasn't really helped <laughs> uh maybe it will All right but yeah i tried to watch a little bit with you and it's um i don't know maybe i i would have to start from the beginning but that's a chore and a half yeah and there's like 16 seasons i mean it's it's long yeah but the episodes they're only 30 minutes right or the, I think they're 45. Really? Okay, maybe. I mean, like, I think they're an hour, but... But they're, like, 42 minutes. Yeah, because of the commercials. commercials. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I go through phases where I'm like, yeah, I, I should watch it, but then, like, there's just so much that I need to catch up on. And, like, every time I turn around, like, fucking, like, Mandalorian, like, it, it's back on the air, and... Uh, on the air. Like <laughs> I'm from the 50s. Uh, every time I turn around, they are dropping something else in that fucking show that hints back to the Clone Wars animated series. And like, so I just, anytime that there's something that I'm like, okay, that's an obvious head nod to some existing lore that has not been explored in this show yet, but exists somewhere else in another Star Wars property. I just chalk it up to the Clone Wars. Like, that's that's where it comes from. And then I'll go to someone uh, that has watched it. I'm like, hey, was this? Like, in, I think I think it was the first episode with the, the floaty. Like, they kind of looked like space whales or mm-hmm. squid or something like that. Like, that's from the Clone Wars. Um, it's just like, okay, well... I guess I really need to watch that fucking show, but they, everyone says it's great. So yeah. Um, it's not like I don't want to watch it. It's just, like I said, there's so much stuff out there. Um, but yeah, I, uh, 
so I, I actually, I'm still in the middle of watching it, but, uh, I think I talked about a couple podcasts ago, um, this uh, documentary series on Shudder called Horror Noir, which, uh, it was, or it wasn't a series. It was just a, a one-off where they had like black directors and film critics and everyone, everyone that's involved in the filmmaking process and, and review process, um, all black. They came to, um, and they talked about black cinema throughout the ages and, um, black stereotypes and stuff. And, and then they also have a companion piece, uh, uh it's like two and a half hours long and it's six uh, short movies, like an anthology thing, kind of like mm-hmm. creep show. Um, that's pretty good. Um, you know, they're given a, a chance to all these, you know, up and coming young uh, black directors and actors. And, uh, you know, I've been really impressed with every, everything I've seen so far. Um, this is on shutter by the way. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been watching. And then South Park, finally getting into South Park. It's been out since like 96 or 97. Finally yeah, that's got it. a few seasons you're going to have to catch up on. Yeah. Fortunately, I do think those episodes are actually 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they are. And yeah, they're monumentally easier to get through. They don't take any kind of mental toll on you. Yeah. Like, unlike the books I read, <laughs> which I just... I've still been reading through some Stephen King and I finished uh, The Dead Zone. Yeah, The Dead Zone today. And it was oof. Um, Yeah, I needed. I don't even smoke and I needed a cigarette after that one. (laughs) Like I still had an hour of work left and I was like, God, I don't even want to finish work. Like it was so mentally draining. Um, So, yeah. Uh, anything, uh, anyways, um, honey, you got anything else? Nope. I think that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, listeners, um, shit, this was a pretty historically short episode, but you know, that's okay. It's cool to have those, uh, every once in a while. I, I, I think it's good. I yeah. think, you know. Get in, get out. Yeah. Maybe we can, you know, sit down and write some stuff down for the next one, but I mean, honestly, why drag it out? (laughs) We said what we needed to say. Yeah. Quick, straight to the point. Um, Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, as always, leave us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, a couple other places, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, we, uh, you can also subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, we have a couple tiers, like $2 and $5 a month, and you get all kinds of cool perks, like behind-the-scenes looks and updates, and you get to help us decide on topics for future episodes. So uh, definitely check that out. Links for all those uh, should be in the show notes um, for this episode and all episodes. Uh, And as always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye!